the second book of Adam and Eve. When Lua heard Cain's words, she wept and went to call her father and mother and told them how that Cain had killed his brother Abel. And then they all cried aloud and lifted up their voices and slapped their faces and threw dust upon their heads and rent asunder their garments and went out and came to the place where Abel was killed. And they found him lying on the earth, killed, and beasts around him, while they wept and cried because of this just one. From his body, by reason of his purity, went forth the smell of sweet spices. And Adam carried him, his tears streaming down his face, and went to the cave of treasures where he laid him, and wound him up with sweet spices and myrrh. And Adam and Eve continued by the burial of him in great grief a hundred and forty days. Abel was fifteen and a half years old, and Cain seventeen years and a half. As for Cain, when the mourning for his brother was ended, he took his sister Lulua and married her, without leave from his father and mother, for they could not keep him from her by reason of the, her, their heavy heart. He then went down to the bottom of the mountain, away from the garden, near to the place where he had killed his brother. And in that place were many fruit trees and forest trees. His sister bare him children, who in their turn began to multiply by degrees until they filled that place. But as for Adam and Eve, they came not together after Abel's funeral for seven years. After this, however, Eve conceived, and while she was with child, Adam said to her, Come, let us take an offering and offer it up to God, and ask him to give us a fair child, in whom we may find comfort, and whom we may join in marriage to Abel's sister. Then they prepared an offering and brought it up to the altar and offered it before the Lord, and began to entreat him to accept their offering, and to give them a good offspring. And God heard Adam and accepted his offering. Then they worshipped Adam and Eve and their daughter, and came down to the cave of treasures, and placed a lamp in it to burn by night and by day before the body of Abel. Then Adam and Eve continued fasting and praying until Eve's time came that she should be delivered. When she said to Adam, I wish to go to the cave in the rock and bring forth in it. And he said, Go, and take with you your daughter to wait on you, but I will remain in this cave of treasures before the body of my son Abel. Then Eve hearkened to Adam, and she went, and she and her daughter. But Adam remained by himself in the cave of treasures. And Eve brought forth a son, perfectly beautiful in figure and in countenance. His beauty was like that of his father Adam, yet more beautiful. Then Eve was comforted when she saw him and remained eight days in the cave. Then she sent her daughter up to Adam to tell him to come and see the child and to name him. But the daughter stayed in his place by the body of her brother until Adam returned. So she did. But when Adam came and saw the child's good looks, his beauty, and his perfect figure, he rejoiced over him and was comforted for Abel. Then he named the child Seth. That means that God has heard my prayer and has delivered me out of my affliction. But it means also power and strength. Then, after Adam had named the child, he returned to the cave of treasures, and his daughter went back to her mother. But Eve continued in her cave until forty days were fulfilled, when she came to Adam and brought with her the child and her daughter. And they came to a river of water, where Adam and his daughter washed themselves, because of their sorrow for Abel. But Eve and the babe washed for purification. Then they returned and took an offering, and went to the mountain and offered it up for the babe, and God accepted their offering, and sent his blessing upon them, and upon their son Seth, and they came back to the cave of treasures. As for Adam, he knew not again his wife Eve all the days of his life, neither was any more offspring born of them, but only those five, 
Cain, Lulua, Abel, Achlia, and Seth alone. But Seth waxed in stature and in strength and began to fast and pray fervently. As for our father Adam, at the end of seven years from the day that he had been severed from his wife Eve, Satan envied him when he saw him thus separated from her and strove to make him live with her again. Then Adam arose and went up above the cave of treasures and continued to sleep there night by night. But as soon as it was light every day he came down to the cave to pray there and to receive a blessing from it. But when it was evening he went up upon the roof of the cave where he slept by himself, fearing lest Satan should overcome him. And he continued thus apart thirty-nine days. And then Satan, the hater of all good, when he saw Adam thus alone, fasting and praying, appeared to him in the form of a beautiful woman, and came and stood before him in the night of the fortieth day, and said to him, O Adam, from the time that you have dwelt in this cave, we have experienced great peace from you, and your prayers have reached us, and we have been comforted about you. But now, O Adam, that you have gone up over the roof and of the cave to sleep, we have had doubts about you. A great sorrow has come upon us because of your separation from Eve. Then again, when you are on the roof of this cave, your prayer is poured out, and your heart wanders from side to side. But when you were in the cave, your prayer was like fire gathered together. It came down to us, and you did find rest. And then I also grieved over your children who are severed from you, and my sorrow is great about the murder of your son Abel. Abel, for he was righteous, and over a righteous man every one will grieve. But I rejoiced over the birth of your son Seth, yet after a little while I sorrowed greatly over Eve, because she is my sister. For when God sent a deep sleep over you and drew out of her out of your side, he brought me also out with her, but he raised her by placing her with you, while he lowered me. I rejoiced over my sister for her being with you, but God had made a promise to me before, and he said, Do not grieve. When Adam has gone on the roof of the cave of treasures and is separated from Eve his wife, I will send you to him, and you shall join yourself to him in marriage, and bear him five children, as Eve did bear him five. And now, lo, God's promise to me is fulfilled, for it is he who has sent me to you for the wedding, because if you wed me, I shall bear you finer and better children than those of Eve. Then again, you are as yet but a youth. Do not end your youth in this world in sorrow. But spend the days of your youth in mirth and pleasure, for your days are few and your trial is great. Be strong, end your days in this world in rejoicing. I shall take pleasure in you, and you shall rejoice with me in this way, and without fear. Up then, and fulfill the command of your God. She then drew near to Adam and embraced him. But when Adam saw that he should be overcome by her, he prayed to God with a fervent heart to deliver him from her. Then God sent his word to Adam, saying, O oh, Adam, that figure is the one that promised you the Godhead and majesty. He is not favorably disposed towards you, but shows himself to you at one time in the form of a woman, another moment in the likeness of an angel, on another occasion in the similitude of a serpent, and at another time in the semblance of a god. But he does all that only to destroy your soul. Now therefore, O Adam, understanding your heart, I have delivered you many a time from his hands in order to show you that I am a merciful God, and that I wish your good, and that I do not wish your ruin. Then God ordered Satan to show himself to Adam plainly, in his own hideous form. But when Adam saw him, he feared and trembled at the sight of him. And God said to Adam, 
Look at this devil and at his hideous look, and know that he it is who made you fall from brightness into darkness, from peace and rest to toil and misery. And look, O Adam, at him, who said of himself that he is God. Can God be black? Who would God take the form of a woman? Is there anyone stronger than God? And how can he be overpowered? See then, O Adam, and behold him bound in your presence, in the air, unable to flee away. Therefore I say to you, do not be afraid of him. From now on, take care and beware of him, and whatever he may do to you. Then God drove Satan away from before Adam, whom he strengthened, and whose heart he comforted, saying to him, Go down to the cave of treasures, and do not separate yourself from Eve. I will quell in all, that your, all your animal lust. From that hour it left Adam and Eve, and they enjoyed rest by the commandment of God. But God did not the like to any one of Adam's seed, but only to Adam and Eve. Then Adam worshipped before the Lord, for having delivered him, and for having laid his passions. And it came down from above the cave, and dwelt with Eve as before. This ended the forty days of his separation from Eve. As for Seth, when he was seven years old, he knew good and evil, and was consistent in fasting and praying, and spent all his nights in entreating God for mercy and for forgiveness. He also fasted when bringing up his offering every day, more than his father did, for he was of a fair countenance, like an angel of God. He also had a good heart, preserved the finest qualities of his soul, and for this reason he brought up his offering every day. And God was pleased with his offering, but he was also pleased with his purity, and he continued thus in doing the will of God and of his father and mother until he was seven years old. After that, as he was coming down from the altar, having ended his offering, Satan appeared to him in the form of a beautiful angel, brilliant with light, with a staff of light in his hand, himself girt about with a girdle of light. He greeted Seth with a beautiful smile and began to beguile him with fair words, saying to him, O Seth, why do you abide in this mountain? For it is rough, full of stones and of sand, and of trees with no good fruit on them a wilderness without habitations and without towns, no good place to dwell in, but all is heat, weariness, and trouble. He said further, But we dwell in this beautiful place, in another world than this earth. Our world is one of light, and our condition is of the best. Our women are handsomer than any others, and I wish you, O Seth, to wed one of them, because I see that you are fair to look upon, and in this land there is not one woman good enough for you. Besides, all those who live in this world are only five souls, but in our world there are very many men and many maidens, all more beautiful than one another. I wish, therefore, to remove you from here, that you may see my relations and be wedded to whichever you like. You shall then abide by me and shall be at peace. You shall be filled with splendor and light as we are. You shall remain in our world and rest from this world and the misery of it, you shall never again feel faint and weary. You shall never bring up an offering, nor sue for mercy. For you shall commit no more sin, nor be swayed by passions. And if you will listen to what I say, you shall wed one of my daughters. For with us it is no sin to do so, neither is it reckoned animal lost. For in our world we have no God, but we are all gods. We are all of the light, heavenly, powerful, strong, and glorious. When Seth heard these words, he was amazed and inclined his heart to Satan's treacherous speech and said to him, You said that there is another world created than this, 
and other creatures more beautiful than the creatures that are in this world? And Satan said, Yes, behold, you have heard me, but I will yet praise them and their ways in your hearing. But Seth said to him, Your speech has amazed me, and your beautiful description of it all. Yet I cannot go with you today, not until I have gone to my father Adam and to my mother Eve, and told them all that you have said to me. Then if they give me leave to go with you, I will come. Again Seth said, I am afraid of doing anything without my father's and mother's leave, lest I perish like my brother Cain and like my father Adam who transgressed the commandment of God. But behold, you know this place. Come and meet me here tomorrow. When Satan heard this, he said to Seth, If you tell your father Adam what I have told you, he will not let you come to it with me. But listen to me. Do not tell your father and mother what I have said to you, but come with me today to our world where you shall see beautiful things and enjoy yourself there, and revel this day among my children, beholding them and taking your fill of mirth, and rejoice evermore. Then I shall bring you back to this place tomorrow. But if you would rather abide with me, so be it. Then Seth answered, The spirit of my father and of my mother hangs on me, and if I hide from them one day they will die, and God will hold me guilty of sinning against them. And except that they know that I am come to this place and bring it up, bring up to it my offering, they would not be separated from me one hour. Neither should I go to any other place unless they let me. But they treat me most kindly because I come back to them quickly. Then Satan said to him, What will happen to you if you hide yourself from them one night and return to them at break of day? But Seth, when he saw how he kept on talking, and that he would not leave him, ran, and went up to the altar, and spread his hands to God, and sought deliverance from him. Then God sent his word, and cursed Satan, who fled from him. But as for Seth, he had gone up to the altar, saying thus in his heart, The altar is the place of offering, and God is there. A divine fire shall consume it. So shall Satan be unable to hurt me, and shall not take me away from there. Then Seth came down from the altar, and went to his father and mother, whom he found in the way, longing to hear his voice, for he had tarried a while. He then began to tell them what had befallen him from Satan, under the form of an angel. But when Adam heard his account, he kissed his face and warned him against that angel, telling him it was Satan who thus appeared to him. Then Adam took Seth, and they went to the cave of treasures, and rejoiced in there. But from that day forth, Adam and Eve never parted from him to whatever place he might go, whether for his offering or anything else. This sign happened to Seth when he was still nine years old. When our father Adam saw that Seth was of a perfect heart, he wished him to marry, lest an enemy should appear to him another time and overcome him. So Adam said to his son Seth, I wish, O oh my son, that you would wed your sister, Aklia, Abel's sister, that she may bear you children, who shall replenish the earth according to God's promise to us. Be not afraid, O oh my son, there is no disgrace in it, I wish to you to marry from fear, lest the enemy overcome you. Seth, however, did not wish to marry, but in obedience to his father and mother he said not a word. So Adam married him to Aklia, and he was fifteen years old. But when he was twenty years of age, he begat a son whom he called Enos, and then begat other children than him. Then Enos grew up, married, and begat Canaan. Canaan also grew up, married, and begat Mahalaleel. Those, whose, those fathers were born during Adam's lifetime, and dwelt by the cave of treasures. Then were the days of Adam nine hundred and thirty years, and those of Mahalaleel one hundred. 
But Mahalaleel, when he was grown up, loved fasting, praying, and with hard labors until the end of our father Adam's days, Adam's days drew near. When our father Adam saw that his end was near, he called his son Seth, who came to him in the cave of treasures, and he said to him, O Seth, my son, bring me your children and your children's children, that I may shed my blessing upon them before I die. When Seth heard these words from his father Adam, he went from him, shed a flood of tears over his face, and gathered together his children and his children's children, and brought them to his father Adam. But when our father Adam saw them around him, he wept, at having been separated from them. And when they saw him weeping, they all wept together, and fell upon his face, saying, How shall you be severed from us, O Father? And how shall the earth receive you, and hide you from our eyes? Well, thus they did lament much, and in like words. Then her father Adam blessed them all, and said to Seth, after he had blessed them, O Seth, my son, you know this world, that it is full of sorrow and of weariness, and you know all that has come upon us, from our trials in it. I therefore now command you in these words to keep innocency, to be pure and just and trusting in God, and do not lean to the discourses of Satan, nor to the apparitions in which he will show himself to you, but keep the commandments that I give you this day. Then give the same to your son Enos, and let Enos give it to his son Canaan, and Canaan to his son Mahalaleel so that this commandment abide firm among all your children. O Seth, my son, the moment I am dead, take you my body and wind it up with myrrh, aloes, and cassia, and leave me here in this cave of treasures, in which are all these tokens which God gave us from the garden. O my son, hereafter shall a flood come and overwhelm all creatures, and leave out only eight souls. But, O oh my son, let those in whom will leave out from among your children at that time take my body with them out of this cave, and when they have taken it with them, let the oldest among them command his children to lay my body in this ship until the flood has been assuaged. And they come out of this ship, then shall they take my body and lay it in the middle of the earth, shortly after they have been saved from the waters of the flood. For the place where my body shall be laid is the middle of the earth. God shall come from there and shall save all our kindred. But now, O Seth, my son, place yourself at the head of your people. Tend them and watch over them in the fear of God and lead them in the good way. Command them to fast to God and make them understand they ought not to listen to Satan lest he destroy them. Then again, sever your children and your children's children from Cain's children. Do not let them ever mix with those, nor come near them, either in their words or in their deeds. Then Adam let his blessing descend upon Seth and upon his children, and upon all his children's children. He then turned to his son Seth and to Eve his wife, and said to them, Preserve this gold, this incense, and this mirror that God has given us for a sign. For in the days that are coming, a flood will overwhelm the whole creation. But those who shall go into the ark shall take with them the gold, the incense, and the myrrh, together with my body, and will lay the gold, the incense, and the myrrh with my body in the midst of the earth. Then after a long time the city in which the gold, the incense, and the myrrh are found with my body shall be plundered. But when it is spoiled, the gold, the incense, and the myrrh shall be taken care of with the spoil that is kept, and none of them shall perish, until the word of God, made man, shall come. When king shall take them, and shall offer to him gold in token of his being king, 
incense in token of his being God of heaven and earth, and myrrh in token of his passion. Gold also as a token of his overcoming Satan and all our foes, incense as a token that he will rise from the dead and be exalted above things in heaven and the things on the earth, and myrrh in token that he will drink bitter gall and feel the pains of hell from Satan. And now, O Seth, my son, behold, I have revealed to you hidden mysteries which God has revealed to me. Keep my commandment for yourself and for your people. When Adam had ended his commandment to Seth, his limbs were loosened, his hands and feet lost all power, his mouth became dumb, and his tongue ceased altogether to speak. He closed his eyes and gave up the ghost. But when his children saw that he was dead, they threw themselves over him, men and women, old and young, weeping. The death of Adam took place at the end of nine hundred and thirty years that he lived upon the earth. On the fifteenth day of Barmude, after the reckoning of an epact of the sun, at the ninth hour, it was on a Friday, the very day on which he was created, and on which he rested, and the hour at which he died was the same hour as that which he came out of the garden. Then Seth wound up, up well and embalmed him with plenty of sweet spices from sacred trees and from the holy mountain, and he laid his body on the eastern side of the inside of the cave, in the side of the side of the incense, and placed in front of him a lampstand kept burning. Then his children stood before him, weeping and wailing over him the whole night until break of day. Then Seth and his son Enos and Canaan, the son of Enos, went out and took good offering to present unto the Lord. And they came to the altar upon which Adam offered his gifts to God when he did offer. But Eve said to him, Wait until we have first asked God to accept our offering, and to keep by him the soul of Adam his servant, and to take it up to rest. And they all stood up and prayed. And when they had ended their prayer, the word of God came and comforted them concerning their father Adam. After this they offered their gifts for themselves and for their father. And when they had ended their offering, the word of God came to Seth, the eldest among them, saying to them, O Seth, 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 three times, as I was with your father, so also shall I be with you until the fulfillment of the promise I made him. Your father, saying, I will send my word and save thee and your seed. But as for your father Adam, keep you the commandment he gave you, and sever your seed from that of Cain, your brother. And God withdrew his word from Seth. Then Seth, Eve, and their children came down from the mountain to the cave of treasures. But Adam was the first whose soul died in, in the land of Eden, in the cave of treasures. For no one died before him but his son Abel, who died murdered. Then all the children of Adam rose up and wept over their father Adam, and made offerings to him one hundred and forty days. After the death of Adam and of Eve, Seth severed his children and his children's children from Cain's children. Cain and his seed went down and dwelt westward, below the place where he had killed his brother Abel. But Seth and his children dwelt northward upon the mountain of the cave of treasures, in order to be near their father Adam. And Seth the elder, tall and good, with a fine soul and of strong mind, stood at the head of his people and tended them in innocence, penitence, and meekness and did not allow one of them to go down to Cain's children. But because of their own purity they were named children of God, and they were with God instead of the hosts of angels who fell. For they continued in praises to God, and in singing psalms to him in their cave, the cave of treasures. 
Then Seth stood before the body of his father Adam and of his mother Eve and prayed night and day to, and asked for mercy towards himself and his children, and that when he had some difficult dealing with a child, he would give him counsel. But Seth and his children did not like earthly work, but gave themselves to heavenly things, for they had no other thought than praises, doxologies, and psalms to God. Therefore did they at all times hear the voices of angels praising and glorifying God from within the garden, or when they were sent by God on an errand, or when they were going up to heaven. For Seth and his children, by reason of their own purity, heard and saw those angels. Then again the garden was not far above them, but only some fifteen spiritual cubits. Now one spiritual cubit answers to three cubits of man, altogether forty-five cubits. Seth and his children dwelt on the mountain below the garden. They sowed not, neither did they reap. They brought no food for the body, nor even wheat, but only offerings. They ate of the fruit of the trees, well flavored, that grew on the mountain where they dwelt. Then Seth often fasted for forty days, as also did his eldest children. For the family of Seth smelled the smell of trees in the garden when the wind blew that way. They were happy, innocent, without sudden fear. There was no jealousy, no evil action, no hatred among them. There was no animal passion. From no mouth among them went forth either foul words or curse, neither evil counsel nor fraud. For the men of that time never swore, but under hard circumstances, when men must swear, they swore by the blood of Abel the just. But they constrained their children and their women every day in the cave to fast and pray, and to worship the Most High God. They blessed themselves in the body of their father Adam, and anointed themselves with it, and they did so until the end of Seth drew near. Then Seth, the just, called his son Enos and Canaan, son of Enos, and Mahalalel, son of Canaan, and said to them, My end is near. I wish to build a roof over the altar on which gifts are offered. They listened to his commandment and went out, all of them, both old and young, worked hard at it and built a beautiful roof over the altar. And Seth's thought in so doing was that a blessing should come upon his children on the mountain, and that he should present an offering for them before his death. Then when the building of the roof was completed, he commanded them to make offerings. They worked diligently at these, and brought them to Seth their father, who took them and offered them upon the altar, and prayed, and prayed God to accept their offerings, to have mercy on the souls of his children, and to keep them from the hand of Satan. And God accepted his offering and sent his blessing upon him and his children. And then God made a promise to Seth, saying, At the end of the great five days and a half, concerning which I have made a promise to you and your father, I will send my word and save you and your seed. Then Seth and his children and his children's children met together and came down from the altar and went to the cave of treasures, where they prayed and blessed themselves in the body of our father Adam and anointed themselves with it. But Seth abode in the cave of treasures a few days, and then suffered sufferings to death. Then Enos, his firstborn son, came to him with Canaan, his son, and Mahalaleel, Canaan's son, and Jared, the son of Mahalaleel, and Enoch, Jared's son, with their wives and children, to receive a blessing from Seth. Then Seth prayed over them and blessed them, and adjured them by the blood of Abel the just, saying, I beg of you. My children, do not let one of you go down from this holy and pure mountain. Make no fellowship with the children of Cain, the murderer, and the sinner who killed his brother. 
For you know, O my children, that we will flee from him and from all his sin with our might, because he killed his brother Abel. After having said this, Seth blessed Enos, his firstborn son, and commanded him habitually to minister in purity before the body of our father Adam all the days of his life. Then also to go at times to the altar which he, had, he Seth, had built, and he commanded him to feed his people in righteousness, in judgment, and purity all the days of his life. Then the limbs of Seth were loosened, his hands and his feet lost all power, his mouth became dumb and unable to speak, and he gave up the ghost and died the day after his 912th year, on the 77th, 27th day of the month, Abib, Enoch being then 20 years old. Then they wound up carefully the body of Seth, and embalmed him with sweet spices, and laid him in the cave of treasures, on the right side of our father Adam's body, and they mourned for him forty days. They offered gifts for him, as they had done for our father Adam. After the death of Seth, Enos rose at the head of his people, whom he fed in righteousness and judgment, as his father had commanded him. But by the time Enos was 820 years old, Cain had a large progeny, for they married frequently, being given to animal lusts, until the land below the mountain was filled with them. In those days lived Lamech, the blind, who was of the sons of Cain. He had a son whose name was Atun, and they had too much cattle. But Lamech was in the habit of sending them to feed with a young shepherd, who tended them, and who, when coming home in the evening, wept before his grandfather, and before his father Atun, and his mother Hazina, and said to them, As for me, I cannot feed those cattle alone, lest one rob me of some of them, or kill me for the sake of them. For among the children of Cain there was much robbery, murder, and sin. Then Lamech pitied him, and he said, Truly, when alone, might be, oh, he might be overpowered by the men of this place. So Lamech arose, took the bow he had kept ever since he was a youth, before he became blind, and he took large arrows and smooth stones and a sling which he had, and went to the field with the young shepherd, and placed himself behind the cattle. When the young shepherd watched the cattle, thus did Lamech for many days. Meanwhile, Cain, ever since God had cast him off, and had cursed him with trembling and terror, could neither settle nor find rest in any one place, but wandered from place to place. In his wanderings he came to Lamech's wives, and asked them about him. They said to him, He is in the field with the cattle. Then Cain went to look for him, and as he came into the field, the young shepherd heard the noise he made, and the cattle herding together from before him. Then he said to Lamech, O oh my lord, is that a wild beast or a robber? And Lamech said to him, Make me understand which way he looks when he comes up. Then Lamech bent his bow, placed an arrow in it, and fitted a stone in the sling. And when Cain came out from the open country, the shepherd said to Lamech, Shoot, behold, he's coming. Then Lamech shot at Cain with his arrow and hit him in his side. And Lamech struck him with a stone from his sling that fell upon his face and knocked out both his eyes. Then Cain fell at once and died. Then Lamech and the young shepherd came up to him and found him lying on the ground. And the young shepherd said to him, It is Cain, our grandfather, whom you have killed, O my lord. Then was Lamech sorry for it, and from the bitterness of his regret he clapped his hands together and struck with his flat palm the head of the youth, who fell as if dead. But Lamech thought it was a faint, so he took up a stone and smote him and smashed his head until he died.
When Enos was 900 years old, all the children of Seth and of Canaan, his firstborn, with their wives and children, gathered around him, asking for a blessing from him. He then prayed over them and blessed them and adjured them by the blood of Abel to just, saying to them, Let not one of your children go down from this holy mountain, and let him make no fellowship with the children of Cain, the murderer. Then Enos called his son Canaan and said to him, See, O my son, and set your heart on your people, and establish them in righteousness and in innocence, and stand ministering before the body of our father Adam all the days of your life. After this, Enos entered into rest, and nine hundred and eighty-five years, and Canaan wound him up and laid him in the cave of treasures on the left of his father Adam, and made offerings for him after the custom of his fathers. After the death of Enos, Canaan stood at the head of his people in righteousness and innocence, as his father had commanded him. He also continued to minister before the body of Adam inside the cave of treasures. Then, when he had lived nine hundred and ten years, suffering and affliction came upon him. And when he was about to enter into rest, all the fathers with their wives and children came to him, and he blessed them and adjured them by the blood of Abel to just, saying to them, Let not one among you go down from his, this holy mountain, and make no fellowship with the children of Cain the murderer. Mahalalel, his firstborn son, received this commandment from his father, who blessed him and died. Then Mahalalel embalmed him with sweet spices and laid him in the cave of treasures with his fathers, and they made offerings for him after the custom of their fathers. Then Mahalalel stood over his people and fed them in righteousness and innocence, and watched them to see that they held no intercourse with the children of Cain. He also continued in the cave of treasures, praying and ministering before the body of our father Adam, asking God for mercy on himself and on his people, until he was 870 years old, when he fell sick. Then all his children gathered to him to see him and to ask for his blessing on them, all before he left this world. Then Mahalalel stood over his people and fed them in righteousness and innocence, and watched them to see that they held no intercourse with the children of Cain. He also continued in the cave of treasures, praying and ministering before the body of our father Adam, asking God for mercy on himself and on his people, until he was 870 years old, when he fell sick. Then all his children gathered to him to see him and to ask for his blessing on them before he left this world. Then Mahalalel arose and sat on his bed, his tears streaming down his face, and he called his eldest son, Jared, who came to him. He then kissed his face and said to him, O Jared, my son, I adjure you by him who made heaven and earth to watch over your people and to feed them in righteousness and in innocence, and not to let one of them go down from this holy mountain to the children of Cain, lest they perish with them. Hear, O my son, hereafter shall come a great destruction upon this earth on account of them. God will be angry with the world and will destroy them with waters. But I also know that your children will not listen to you, and that they will go down from this mountain and hold intercourse with the children of Cain, and they shall perish with them. O oh, my son, teach them and watch over them, that no guilt attach to you on, your, on their account. Mahalalel said moreover to his son Jared, When I die, embalm my body and lay it in the cave of treasures by the bodies of my fathers. Then stand you by my body and pray to God. Then take care of them, and fulfill your ministry before them until you enter into rest yourself. 
Mahalalel then blessed all his children and lay down on his bed and entered into rest like his father's. But when Jared saw that his father Mahalalel was dead, he wept and sorrowed and embraced and kissed his hands and his feet, and so did all his children. And his children embalmed him carefully and laid him by the bodies of his fathers. Then they arose and mourned for him forty days. Then Jared kept his father's commandment and arose like a lion over his people and fed them in righteousness and innocence and commanded them to do nothing without his counsel. For he was afraid concerning lest they should go to the children of Cain. Wherefore he did give them orders repeatedly, and continued to do so until the end of the 485th year of his life. At the end of these said years there came to him this sign. As Jared was standing like a lion before the bodies of his fathers, praying and warning his people, Satan envied him and wrought a beautiful apparition, because Jared would not let his children do anything without his counsel. Satan then appeared to him with thirty men of his hosts in the form of handsome men, Satan himself being the elder and tallest among them, and with a fine beard. They stood at the mouth of the cave and called out Jared from within it. He came out to them and found them looking like fine men, full of light and of great beauty. He wondered at their beauty and at their looks, and thought within himself whether they might not be of the children of Cain. He also said in his heart, as the children of Cain cannot come up to the height of this mountain, and none of them is so handsome as these appear to be, and among these men there is not one of my kindred, they must be strangers. Then Jared and they exchanged a greeting, and he said to the elder among them, O oh, my father, explain to me the wonder that is in you, and tell me who these are with you, for they look to me to be like strange men. Then the elder began to weep, and the rest wept with him, and he said to Jared, I am Adam, whom God made first, and this is Abel my son, who was killed by his brother Cain, into whose heart Satan put to murder him. Then this is my son Seth, whom I asked of the Lord, who gave him to me to comfort me instead of Abel. Then this, is, this one is my son Enos, the son of Seth, and that other one is Canaan, son of Enos, and that other one is Mahalalel, son of Canaan, your father. But Jared remained wondering at their appearance and at the speech of the elder to him. Then the elder said to him, Marvel not, O my son, we live in the land north of the garden, which God created before the world. He would not let us live there, but placed us inside the garden, below which you are now dwelling. But after that I transgressed, he bade me to come out of it, and I was left to dwell in this cave. Great and sore troubles came upon me, and then my death drew near. I commanded my son Seth to tend his people well, and this my commandment is to be handed from one to another unto the end of the generations to come. But, O oh Jared, my son, we live in beautiful regions while you live here in misery, as this your father Mahalalel informed me, telling me that a great flood will come and overwhelm the whole earth. Therefore, O oh my son, Fearing for your sakes, I rose and took my children with me and came here for us to visit you and your children. But I found you standing in this cave, weeping, and your children scattered about this mountain in the heat and in misery. But, O oh my son, as we missed our way and came as far as this, we found other men below this mountain, who inhabit a beautiful country, full of trees and of fruits and of all manner of verdure. It is like a garden. So that when we found them, we thought they, they were you, until my father Mahalalel told me that they were no such thing. Now therefore, O oh my son, 
Hearken to my counsel and go down to them, you and your children. You will rest from all this suffering in which you are. But if you will not go down to them, then arise, take your children and come with us to our garden. You shall live in our beautiful land and you shall rest from all this trouble which you and your children are now bearing. But Jared, when he heard this discourse from the elder, wondered, and went hither and there. But at the moment he found not one of his children. Then he answered and said to the elder, Why have you hidden yourselves until this day? And the elder replied, If your father had not told us, we should not have known it. Then Jared believed his words were true, so that the elder said to Jared, Wherefore did you turn about so and so? And he said, I was seeking one of my children to tell him about my going with you and about their coming down to those about whom you have spoken to me. When the elder heard Jared's intention, he said to him, Let alone that purpose at present, and come with us. You shall see our country. If the land in which we dwell pleases you, and we and you shall return here and take your family with us. But if our country does not please you, you shall come back to your own place. And the elder urged Jared to go before one of his children came to counsel him otherwise. Jared then came out of the cave and went with them and among them. And they comforted him until the day they came to the top of the mountain of the sons of Cain. And then said the elder to one of his companions, We have forgotten something by the mouth of the cave, and that is the chosen garment we have brought to clothe Jared withal. He then said to one of them, Go back, you, someone, and we will wait for you here until you come back. Then we will clothe Jared, and he shall be like us, good, handsome, and fit to come with us into our country. And then that one went back, but when he was a short distance off, the elder called to him and said to him, Tarry you until I come up and speak to you. Then he stood still, and the elder went up to him and said to him, One thing we forgot at the cave, it is this, to put out the lamp that burns inside it, above the bodies that are in it. Then come back to us, quick. That one went, and the elder came back to his fellows and to Jared, and they came down from the mountain, and Jared with them. And they stayed by a fountain of water near the houses of the children of Cain, and waited for their companion until he brought the garment for Jared. He then, who went back to the cave, put out the lamp, and came to them, and brought a phantom with him, and showed it them. And when Jared saw it, he wondered at the beauty and grace thereof, and rejoiced in his heart, believing it was all true. But when they were staying there, three of them went into houses of the sons of Cain, and said to them, Bring us today some food by the fountain of water, for us and our companions to eat. But when the sons of Cain saw them, they wondered at them and thought, These are beautiful to look at, and such as we never saw before. So they rose and came with them to the fountain of water to see their companions. They found them so very handsome that they cried aloud about their places for others to gather together and come and look at these beautiful beings. Then they gathered around them, both men and women. Then the elders said to them, we are strangers in your land. Bring us some good food and drink, and you and your women to refresh ourselves with you. When those men heard these words of the elder, every one of Cain's sons brought his wife, and another brought his daughter. And so many women came to them, every one addressing Jared either for himself or for his wife, all alike. But when Jared saw what they did, his very soul wrenched itself from them. Neither would he taste of their food or of their drink. The elder saw him as he rinsed himself from them, and said to him, Be not sad, I am the great elder, as you shall see me do, do yourself in like manner. 
Then he spread his hands and took one of the women, and five of his companions did the same before Jared, that he should do as they did. But when Jared saw them working infamy, he wept and said in his mind, My fathers never did the like. He then spread his hands and prayed with a fervent heart and with much weeping, and entreated God to deliver him from their hands. No sooner did Jared begin to pray than the elder fled with his companions, for they could not abide in a place of prayer. Then Jared turned around but could not see them, but found himself standing in the midst of the children of Cain. He then wept and said, O God, destroy me not with this race, concerning which my fathers have warned me. For now, O my Lord, I was thinking that those who appeared to me were my fathers, but I have found them out to be devils, who allured me by this beautiful apparition until I believed them. But now I ask you, O God, to deliver me from this race, among whom I am now staying, as you did deliver me from those devils. Send in your angel to draw me out of the midst of them, for I have not myself power to escape from among them. When Jared had ended his prayer, God sent his angel in the midst of them, who took Jared and set him upon the mountain and showed him the way, gave him counsel, and then departed from him. The children of Jared were in the habit of visiting him hour after hour to receive his blessing and to ask his advice for everything they did. And when he had a work to do, they did it for him. But this time, when they went into the cave, they found not Jared, but they found the lamp put out, and the bodies of the fathers thrown about, and voices came from them by the power of God that said, Satan, in an apparition, has deceived our son, wishing to destroy him as he destroyed our son Cain. They also said, Lord, God of heaven and earth, deliver our son from the hand of Satan, who wrought a great and false apparition before him. They also spake of other matters by the power of God. But when the children of Jared heard these voices, they feared and stood weeping for their father, for they did not know what had befallen him. And they wept for him that day until the setting of the sun. Then came Jared with a woeful countenance, wretched in mind and body, and sorrowful at having been separated from the bodies of his fathers. But as he was drawing near to the cave, his children saw him and hastened to the cave and hung upon his neck, crying and saying to him, O oh, father, where have you been, and why have you left us? as you were wont not to do. And again, O oh, Father, when you did disappear, the lamp over the bodies of our fathers went out. The bodies were thrown about, and voices came from them. When Jared heard this, he was sorry, and went into his cave, into the cave where he found the bodies thrown about, and the lamp put out, and the fathers themselves praying for his deliverance from the hand of Satan. Then Jared fell upon the bodies and embraced them, and said, O oh, my fathers, through your intercession, let God deliver me from the hand of Satan. And I beg you, will ask God to keep me from and hide me from him until the day of my death. Then all the voices ceased, save the voice of our father Adam, who spoke to Jared by the power of God, just as one would speak to his fellow, saying, Jared, my son, offer gifts to God for having delivered you from the hand of Satan. And when you bring your those offerings, so be it that you offer them upon the altar on which I did offer. Then also, beware of Satan, for he deluded me many a time with his apparitions, wishing to destroy me, but God delivered me out of his hand. Command your people that they be on their guard against him, and never cease to offer up gifts to God. Then the voice of Adam also became silent, and Jared and his children wondered at this, and they laid the bodies as they were at first. And Jared and his children stood praying the whole of that night until the break of day. Then Jared made an offering and offered it up on the altar, as Adam had commanded him. And he went up to the altar, 
he prayed to God for mercy and forgiveness of his sin concerning the lamp going out. Then God appeared to Jared on the altar and blessed him and his children and accepted their offerings and commanded Jared to take care of the sacred fire from the altar and with it to light the lamp that shed light on the body of Adam. Then God revealed to him again the promise he made to Adam. He explained to him the 5,500 years and revealed to him the mystery of his coming upon the earth. And God said to Jared, As to the fire which you have taken from the altar to light the lamp withal, let it abide with you to give light to the bodies, and let it not come out of the cave until the body of Adam comes out of it. But, O Jared, take care of the fire that it burn bright in the lamp. Neither go you out again of the cave until you receive an order through a vision, and not in an apparition when seen by you. Then commanded again the people not to hold intercourse with the children of Cain, and not to learn their ways. For I am God, who loves not hatred and works of iniquity. God gave also many other commandments to Jared, and blessed him, and then withdrew his word from him. Then Jared drew near with his children, took some fire, and came down to the cave, and lighted the lamp before the body of Adam. And he gave his people commandments, as God had told him to do. This sign happened to Jared at the end of his 450th year, as did also many other wonders. We do not record, but we record only this one for shortness' sake, and in order not to lengthen our narrative. And Jared continued to teach his children eighty years, but after that they began to transgress the commandments he had given them, and to do many things without his counsel. They began to go down from the holy mountain one after another, and to mix with the children of Cain in foul fellowships. Now the reason for which the children of Jared went down the holy mountain is this, that we will now reveal to you. After Cain had gone down into the land of dark soil, and his children had multiplied therein, there was one of them whose name was Ginun, son of Lamech the blind who slew Cain. But as to this Ginun, Satan came into him in his childhood, and he made sundry trumpets and horns and string instruments and cymbals and psalteries and lyres and harps and flutes, and he played on them at all times and at every hour. And when he played on them, Satan came into them, so that... The from among them were heard beautiful and sweet sounds that ravished the heart. Then he gathered companies upon companies to play on them, and when they played it pleased well the children of Cain, who inflamed themselves with sin among themselves, and burnt as with fire, while Satan inflamed their hearts one with another, and increased lust among them. Satan also taught Ganun to bring strong drink out of corn, and this Ganun used to bring together companies upon companies in drink houses and brought into their hands all manner of fruits and flowers, and they drank together. Thus did Ganun multiply sin exceedingly. He also acted with pride, and taught the children of Cain to commit them all manner of the grossest wickedness, which they knew not, and put them up to manifold doings, which they knew not before. Then Satan, when he saw that they yielded to Ganun, and hearkened to him in everything he told them, rejoiced greatly increased Ganun's understanding until he took iron and with it made weapons of war. Then when they were drunk, hatred and murder increased among them. One man used violence against another to teach him evil, taking his children and defiling them before him. And when man saw that they were overcome and saw others that were not overpowered, those who were beaten came to Ganun, took refuge with him, and he made them his confederates. 
Then sin increased among them greatly until a man married his own sister or daughter or mother and others or the daughter of his father's sister so that there was no more distinction of relationship and no longer knew what is iniquity but did wickedly and the earth was defiled with sin and they angered God the judge who had created them. But Ganun gathered together companies upon companies that played on horns and all the other instruments we have already mentioned at the foot of the holy mountain and they did so in order that the children of Seth, who were on the holy mountain, should be hear it. But when the children of Seth heard the noise, they wondered, and came by companies, and stood on the top of the mountain to look at those below. And with, they did this a whole year. When at the end of that year, Ganun saw that they were being won over by him little by little, Satan entered into him and taught him to make dyeing stuffs for garments and diverse patterns, and made him understand how to dye crimson and purple and what not. And the sons of Cain who wrought all this, and shone in beauty and gorgeous apparel, gathered together at the foot of the mountain in splendor, with horns and gorgeous dresses and horse races, committing all manner of abominations. Meanwhile the children of Seth, who were on the holy mountain, prayed and praised God in the place of the hosts of angels who had fallen. Wherefore God had called them angels, because he rejoiced over them greatly. But after this they no longer kept his commandment, nor held by the promise he had made to their fathers. But they relaxed from their fasting and praying, and from the counsel of Jared their father. And they kept on gathering together on the top of the mountain to look upon the children of Cain, from morning until evening, and upon what they did, upon their beautiful dresses and ornaments. Then the children of Cain looked up from below and saw the children of Seth, standing in troops on the top of the mountain, and they called to them, to come down to them. But the children of Seth said to them from above, We don't know the way. Then Genun, the son of Lamech, heard them say they did not know the way, and he bethought himself how he might bring them down. Then Satan appeared to him by night, saying, There is no way for them to come down from the mountain on which they dwell. But when they come tomorrow, say to them, Come you to the western side of the mountain. There you will find the way of a stream of water that comes down to the foot of the mountain between two hills, came do come down that way to us. Then when it was day, Ganun blew the horns and beat the drums below the mountain, as he was wont. The children of Seth heard it, and came as they used to. Then Ganun said to them, from down below, Go to the western side of the mountain. There you will find the way to come down. But when the children of Seth heard these words from him, they went back to the cave to Jared, to tell him all that they had heard. Then when Jared heard it, he was grieved, for he knew that they would transgress his counsel. After this, a hundred men of the children of Seth gathered together and said among themselves, Come, let us go down to the children of Cain, and see what they do, and enjoy ourselves with them. But when Jared heard this of the hundred men, this very, his very soul was moved, and his heart was grieved. He then arose with great fervor, and stood in the midst of them, and adjured them by the blood of Abel the just. Let not one of you go down from this holy and pure mountain, in which our fathers have ordered us to dwell. But when Jared saw that they did not receive his words, he said to them, O oh, my good and innocent and holy children, know that when you go down once from this holy mountain, God will not allow you to return again to it. He again adjured them, saying, I adjure you by the death of our father Adam, and by the blood of Abel, and of Seth, and of Enos, of Canaan, and of Mahalalel, to hearken to me, and not to go down from this holy mountain. For the moment you leave it, you will be reft of life and of mercy, 
and you shall no longer be called children of God, but children of the devil. But they would not listen to his words. Enoch at that time was already grown up, and in his zeal for God he rose and said, Hear me, O you sons of Seth, small and great. When you transgress the commandment of our fathers and go down from this holy mountain, you shall not come hither up here again forever. But they arose up against Enoch and would not listen to his words, but went down from the holy mountain. And when they looked at the daughters of Cain, at their beautiful figures, and at their hands and feet dyed with color, and tattooed in ornaments on their faces, the fire of sin was kindled in them. Then Satan made them look most beautiful before the sons of Seth, says he also made the sons of Seth appear in the fairest in the eyes of the daughters of Cain, so that the daughters of Cain lusted after the sons of Seth, like ravenous beasts, and the sons of Seth after the daughters of Cain, until they committed abomination with them. But after they had thus fallen into this defilement, they returned by the way they had come, and tried to ascend the holy mountain. But they could not, because the stones of that holy mountain were fire flashing before them, by reason of which they could not go up again. And God was angry with them, and repented of them, because they had come down from the glory, and had thereby lost, or forsaken their own purity and innocence, and were following in the defilement of sin. Then God sent his word to Jared, saying, These, your children, whom you did call my children, behold, they have transgressed my commandment, and have gone down to the abode of perdition and of sin. Send a messenger to those who are left, that they may not go down and be lost. Then Jared wept before the Lord, and asked him of him mercy and forgiveness. But he wished that his soul might depart from his body, rather than hear these words from God about the going down of his children from the holy mountain. But he followed God's order and preached to them not to go down from that holy mountain, and not to hold intercourse with the children of Cain. But they did not heed his message, and would not obey his counsel. After this another company gathered together, and they went to look after their brethren. But they perished as well as they. And so it was, company after company, until only a few of them were left. Then Jared, sickened from grief, and his sickness was such that the day of his death drew near. Then he called Enoch his eldest son, and Methuselah Enoch's son, and Lamech the son of Methuselah, and Noah the son of Lamech. And when they were come to him, he prayed over them, and blessed them, and said to them, You are righteous, innocent sons. Go you not down from this holy mountain. For behold, your children and your children's children have gone down from this holy mountain and have estranged themselves from this holy mountain through their abominable lust and transgression of God's commandment. But I know, through the power of God, that he will not leave you on this holy mountain, because your children have transgressed his commandment, and that of our forefathers, which we had received from them. But, O oh my sons, God will take you to a strange land, and you shall ne again return to behold with your eyes this garden and this holy mountain. Therefore, O oh my sons, Set your hearts on your own selves, and keep the commandment of God which is in you. And when you go from this holy mountain into a strange land which you do not know, take with you the body of our father Adam, and with it these three precious gifts and offerings, namely the gold, the incense, and the mirror, and let them be in the place where the body of our father Adam shall lay. And to him of you who shall be left, O my sons, shall the word of God come. And when he goes out of this land, he shall take with him the body of our father Adam, and shall lay it in the middle of the earth, the place in which salvation shall be worked. 
Then Noah said to him, Who is he of us who shall be left? And Jared answered, You are he that shall be left. And you shall take the body of our father Adam from the cave and place it with you in the ark when the flood comes. And your son Shem, who shall come out of your loins, he it is who shall lay the body of our father Adam in the middle of the earth, in the place where salvation shall come. Then Jared turned to his son Enoch and said to him, You, O my son, stay in this cave and minister diligently before the body of our father Adam all the days of your life, and feed your people in righteousness and innocence. And Jared said no more. His hands were loosened, his eyes closed, and he entered into rest like his fathers. His death took place in the 360th year of Noah, and in the 989th year of his own life, on the 12th of Takhas, on a Friday. But as Jared died, tears streamed on his face by reason of his great sorrow for the children of Seth who had fallen in his days. Then Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, and Noah, these four wept over him, embalmed him carefully, and laid him in the cave of treasures, when they rose and mourned for him forty days. And when these days of mourning were ended, Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, and Noah remained in sorrow of heart, because their father had departed from them, and they saw him no more. But Enoch kept the commandment of Jared his father, and continued to minister in the cave. It is this Enoch to whom many wonders happen, and who also wrote a celebrated book. But those wonders may not be told in this place. Then after this, the children of Seth went astray and fell, they, their children, and their wives. And when Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, and Noah saw them, their hearts suffered by reason of their fall into doubt, full of unbelief. And they wept and sought mercy of God to preserve them and to bring them out of that wicked generation. Enoch continued in his ministry before the Lord 385 years, and at the end of that time he became aware through the grace of God that God intended to remove him from the earth. Then he said to his son, O oh my son, I know that God intends to bring the waters of the flood upon the earth and to destroy our creation, and ye are the last rulers over this people on this mountain, for I know that not one will be left ye to beget children on this holy mountain. Neither shall any one of you rule over the children of his people. Neither shall any great company be left of you on this mountain. Enoch said to them, Watch over your souls, and hold fast by your fear of God, and by your service of him, and worship him in upright faith, and serve him in righteousness, innocence, and judgment, in repentance, and also in purity. When Enoch had ended his commandments to them, God transported him from that mountain to the land of life to the mansions of the righteous and of the chosen, of the abode of paradise of joy, in light that reaches up to heaven, light that is outside the light of this world. For it is the light of God that fills the whole world, but which no place can contain. Thus, because Enoch was in the light of God, he found himself out of the reach of death, until God would have him die. Altogether, not one of our fathers or of their children remain on that holy mountain, except those three, Methuselah, Lamech, and Noah, for all the rest went down from the mountain and fell into sin with the children of Cain. Therefore were they forbidden that mountain, and none remained on it but those three men.